This is According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell, McPherson's sports talk show. Every time they win, you owe me a Woo Pig Suey. Woo Pig Suey. Woo Pig Suey. Listen Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. We the North are now we the champions. The Raptors, the 2019 NBA champs. According to Jim is your home for the McPherson Bullpup. They want the wheel round. Jace Kinnaman down the near sideline. Can he track it down? Yes! Jace Kinnaman is a 10! 5! Touchdown Bullpup! Everything happening in the sports world. Here comes McCready. Oh, he just sucked the gravity right out of the building. What a play by T-Man. And even some things not happening in the sports world. So are you not a fan of, of your athletes on your teams going on The Bachelor or Bachelorette? I don't care. I don't watch it. I don't care. Now it's time for According to Jim. Here's Jim Joyner and Steve Sell. Let's do this thing. Another edition of According to Jim right here on 96.7 FM KBBE. Or for those of you listening online, worldwide, at midkansasonline.com. I'm Jim Joyner. Joining me as always, the most popular man in McPherson who is checking out something in his pocket, Mr. Steve Sell. Broken golf. What'd you find there? Broken golf tee. Interesting. It's a weird break, too. Yeah, it really is. Why was that in your pocket? I'm going to play golf this afternoon. Well, I'm not surprised by that. Yeah. Steve, did you enjoy your day off yesterday? Oh, yeah. I, I, I kind of listened to a little bit of the Royals game. That's now, right. Now, friend of the show, Keith Newfeld told me today that while he likes hearing Royals games, he misses our show. Well, I'm not so I figured that was everybody. Well, <laughs> I figured everybody was like, why are we playing the Royals? Yeah, we but, need Jim and Steve. Well, That's the way I can convince myself to fall asleep at night. It's just that people are out there somewhere worried about what you and I are doing. Well, I, I don't think too many people worry about what you and I are doing. It helps me sleep when well, okay. I just think, man, I'm really needed. I'm really important. That's the only way I can get through well, the day, Steve. Well, you're a lot more important. I'm not important. You're important. You are a very important I am man, not Steve. Important. You are very important. Well, I wanted to tell a funny story about you, Steve, to, oh, to the audience here. About every story about me seems funny. Well, you do a lot of funny things. Well, I can't help it. Well, Steve is, I won't say new to the internet, because he's been on the internet for a long time, but he's relatively new to Facebook and, and doing some things through their social media. He's relatively new. He knows how to navigate enough. But he came into my office this morning and said, You know, I got this message from this girl that I went to high school with, but I've not really seen since. And she said, Well, here's this video of you, and here's a link to click on it. And my first thought is, Oh, no. Oh, no. Steve's going to click on it. He said, Yeah, so I clicked on it, and it just it wouldn't work. I didn't know what it was. So I had to tell Steve about how there are hackers out there, and they're trying to scam you. They're trying to get into your account. And I got a message from her that said she was hacked. So. Yeah, and then he said, well, how do they message it through her account? And I said, well, that's the brilliance of it, is that they find a way to log into somebody's account, and then they message all of their friends and say, hey, here's a video of you. Hey, you need to check this it's gotta out. got to be the Russians. It might be a Russian. Putin. Maybe it's a Serbian. Could Maybe be. it's a German. I think it's Putin. What if, what if it's a North African? What, what, what countries are in North Africa? Morocco? I don't know. Maybe it could be somebody from there. Okay. But either way, Steve was duped. And so if you do get a Facebook message from Steve that says, Oh my gosh, check out this video. Check out this post at midkansasonline.com. 
Don't believe him. Yeah. Don't believe him, Steve. Well, now I can tell everybody how smart I am and they get a video like that. I'll That's true. Yeah. But you you see the logic in why somebody would do that, right? Sure. They want not? access to your information. Well, I'm an open book. So they can have all the information. <laughs> well, I mean like your passwords and your usernames. Well, I don't really... I think your passwords are pretty simple. Yeah. Please don't read them on the air. I I can't I can't let people just go I'm ahead not, and do I'm, that. I'm not gonna. They can't just hack you for free, willy nilly. They can get all that information on you, all those messages. Willy nilly. That's the second time I've heard that in two days, but not from you. But who I, else said it? It was on the five. I watched the five every once in a while. What's the five? It's a political show. Oh, and great. It, and the and the woman says, well. I got all willy-nilly on them, and I'm going, oh, okay. Willy-nilly. Well, wow. Steve, did you get to follow along with the College World Series last night? No. Well, you kind of were following Well, you were telling me the score. But I was watching the game, and you it was right next to you. Well, I was I was busy covering pipeliners. <laughs> well, we were both at the same place, but covering two games at once, and it was not a surprise to me the team that ended up winning the College World Series up in Omaha. Center field, DeMarco. There to make the catch. Anchored down, Vanderbilt on top of the college baseball world again. Into the air, center field. DeMarco is there, and he squeezes it. And I believe you have just seen the greatest team in Vanderbilt baseball history cap it with a second national championship. The Vanderbilt Commodores dogpile alert in three, two, one. Vanderbilt, for the second time in school history, wins the national championship at the NCAA's College World Series. So what'd you think, Steve? Well, I said at the start, Vanderbilt would win it because they had the best pitching. That was Joe Fisher on the Vanderbilt Radio Network by Learfield IMG College. Okay. I really enjoy hearing the local people on radio or TV or whoever it is, whenever their team wins, I know that ESPN is fine and dandy and Carl Ravitch and the crew that's all out there, but I really like to hear it, what it sounds like when their team wins it. When Let's say it's you and I calling a game and if the Bullpups win a state championship, you want to hear it from us compared to maybe somebody who's just doing the game for Channel 22. You get the passion. You get the feeling yeah. for it. If you've listened to this show long enough, you can tell that well, I like to play those. Yeah, you've. Played some clips of from the, the national championship dagger, football. The dagger shot. Oh well, of course we play that. Got to play that in honor of Coach Strathman, just because he likes to hear it. Well, Steve, do you follow college baseball enough? Do, do you get to see it enough and, and get the feel for it? I don't, because I feel like you at least kind of know what's going on all I, the time. I, I I don't watch it, but I kind of read about it. I read up on it, and I and I said before when I think if you go back in our shows, I said Vanderbilt's going to win it just because. They've got the best pitching. The guy that pitched game two, I can't remember what his name Kumar is. Kumar Rocker. Ooh, he's good. Yeah, he threw a no-hitter in their Super Regional. And then he struck out, what, 17 in game two or something He had like a that? bunch in game two. And yeah. I know that Michigan has been a fun story. And the, the other thing to remember, too, with Michigan, Steve, is that this was a team that at the beginning of the year was expected to be in this position. Really? That everybody was saying, hey, this team is really good. They're like a preseason top is 10. Is that what Jamie Piper Preseason top 15. And then they fell off the face of the planet, and they were not very good for a good stretch of the season. They pulled it all together, made the tournament, and then made their run. But this was a team that many people thought could be here. But Vanderbilt was a team that many people thought was the best team 
all you, year long. Do you think a lot of people around here follow the College World Series since there's not much? Well, the problem is KU baseball is not very good. K-State baseball is not very good. Wichita State has been very down. This is not an area of the country that cares all that much about and I college remember baseball. When, when Wichita State was in its salad days in the 80s and early 90s when Gene Stevenson was there, I mean, everybody, they were drawing six and 7,000 people a game at Wichita State. College baseball, to me, is a thing that is a really cool sport because of the way it's laid out, because of the way the scholarships work, that it's a, it's a big-time sport, and especially at the top-tier programs like your Vanderbilts, your Arkansas, your LSU, South Carolina, you throw in Texas, UCLA. At those big programs, it is a really fun sport. There is a lot of passion behind it. Programs that have been good at baseball for a while. But still, it's a smaller sport on the national scale yeah. because of college football and college basketball and how much attention those draw. But I, I just wanted to talk a little bit about Vanderbilt for a minute. College baseball, in particular, is such a hard sport because of the scholarship scholarship situation. That's tough to say. Steve's banging the microphone around over there. Sure. You get eleven point seven scholarships. I didn't think it was that, I didn't think it was that many. Eleven point seven to divide between thirty five guys, and to think of the amount of talent that Vanderbilt has, while also being the caliber of school that Vanderbilt Academic, is, big, tough that act. is not an p- easy place to get into. It, it's kind of like the Stanfords and people like that as far as academics. Especially when you compare it to the rest of the SEC, where Vanderbilt should be at a severe disadvantage Yeah, because of the standard that it takes to get into the school. You'd think Florida would be the be- you know one of the best teams. Well, Florida here. has been very good. They were the national champions two years ago. Okay, Last year, they were the number one team all year long until they ran into... The Arkansas Razorbacks, and they had to knock them off a couple of times. But Florida has been one of those great programs. But for Vanderbilt to have won two national championships in the last five years, they won in 2014 as well, but they have been knocking on the door for the last decade. And they didn't win it when David Price was there. I saw David Price pitch at Vanderbilt. Did you? They were playing the Mighty Razorbacks in Fayetteville on a Friday night series. I saw them play. But Vanderbilt, they've had the same coach for 15, 20 years, And the way that this program has been able to win at such a high level in a sport where you've got to have some smart guys there. I mean, for Vanderbilt baseball, you can't have a bunch of dummies rolling into your program because you just don't have enough athletic scholarships to give out. You don't have enough to say, hey, we're going to give you a, a full ride and you a full ride because you're just so good. Plus the other thing, Steve, that is always kind of overlooked with college baseball is the fact that while you could go recruit the 10 best players in the country out of high school, none of them might show up on your campus yeah. because they get drafted. Right. So the way that these top-tier schools like Vanderbilt are able to go out and recruit and say, hey, I know that you could probably make $500,000 by signing your name on a piece of paper, but you want to come here for three years with a chance to make $4 million when you sign that piece of paper. It's just a really cool sport with the way that works. And I'm an SEC guy. I get to follow Vanderbilt. This program is just so, so good right now. Now, let me ask you, in college baseball, is this the one where you play a year, you can get drafted? If you don't, you got to play three years? So the way it works is, let's say, Steve Sell is an 18-year-old, just finished up his senior year of high school baseball player, and you are the number one player in the country, 
and you get drafted by the St. Louis Cardinals. Oh, yeah. First pick. Sure. If you decide to go to the pros, obviously you are no longer eligible to be a college baseball player. But let's say this. Let's say you go, no, St. Louis, I'm turning down your offer. I'm going to go back to college. If you go to a four-year school, your Arkansas, your Vanderbilt, your KU's, K-State, if you go to a four-year school, and that includes Fort Hayes State, that includes McPherson College, you go to a four-year school, then you will not be eligible to be drafted or to play professional baseball for three years. Ooh. So I wish I wish the NCAA basketball would have worked like that. It's a little harder for basketball, but let's say this, Steve. Let's say you go, I'm not going to go right now, but what I want to do is I want to go to a junior college. I want to go to Neosho and play baseball there. That you could go there for a year and leave and go get drafted. You could go there for two years, leave and go get drafted, or you could go there for a year, transfer to a four-year, go there for two years, transfer to a four-year. So you have a lot of options. And what some people have done, and I had some friends that did this in high school that were very set on going to the professional level, is you finish up your high school a year early. This is what Bryce Harper did as well. You finish up high school a year early, you go enroll in a junior college for one year while you're 17 and then turning 18 for what would be your senior year of high school, and then after that, you were eligible to be playing at the professional level while also getting better and better experience. Did that make enough sense for you? Sure. It's a little bit of a complicated issue. But, Clear as mud. But I really enjoy college baseball. I think it's a fun sport, especially when your teams are winning and when you get to be a part of it. And, Steve, I'm sorry that the KU baseball program has not been any good and they haven't made any renovations to their stadium and that they've just really struggled. They, haven't been, they weren't good when I was in school. I'm sorry. I wish that they could be better for you. Well, because I think KU could be a fun baseball school. Yeah. Do you remember when K-State was in its run in 2013? Brad Hill. And people were pumped. Can't they were selling out games. They made it to a super regional. It can happen. Yeah. You just got to get it going. Yeah, Brad Hill, of course, Canton Galvis, superstar. And he was the coach there for a long time. Of course, he you know, broke all the records at Emporia State as a player. was in the Rangers organization. Won a national championship, I think Division Two with Central Missouri State, and then he went to K State. Had a nice run at K State. The Mules, yeah, Fighting Mules, buddy Jim Leduc's team, the Mules, Warrensburg. Yeah, you ever been to Warrensburg, Missouri? No, it's a good town. You'd like it, sure. All right, Steve, let's take our first break. When we come back, I want to talk about something that you mentioned today in your sell on sports, and that is the man that can go by one name. And everybody knows who he is. We'll talk about that next. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, The Fieldhouse Grill and Taps, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 12.30 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Back on this afternoon's According to Jim, 96.7 FM KBBE. Steve, you mentioned a man by the name of Bubba in your sell on sports today. Right. And your conversation was shifted a little bit toward Bubba Starling. Is it time for him to become a royal? 
Of course, he's been an Omaha Storm Chaser. He's been a Northwest Arkansas Natural. But is it time for Bubba to be moved up? Well, they got Terrence Gore just basically wasting a space on the roster. Bubba Starling, of course, great athlete. Um, picked number six overall, I believe, in the draft. I was thinking out, it was five. Might have been five. But he came out. Kansas City actually, when they picked Bubba Starling, there were a lot of eyebrows raised. They kind of said, well, you know, if he hadn't been from the Kansas City area, he probably wouldn't have been picked. They thought just because he was such a great athlete that he would develop into a baseball player. And, of course, he hasn't developed like he thought. And remember, uh, McPherson fans can remember Bubba's game here when he ran for 273 yards and five touchdowns. I think he threw for another 140 yards. I think Tyler Matthews threw for like 406 yards in that game for the Bullpups. But like I wrote in my column today, it's the best high school football game I ever covered. Even though McPherson didn't win from a pure enjoyment standpoint, uh, with the plays that were made in that game, uh, it was just unbelievable. That was the third biggest crowd McPherson High uh, recorded history at the time. And uh, we thought, you know, Bubba, uh, you know, Bo Pelini was in the crowd that night. He was the Nebraska coach. Bo. Yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, everyone thought he was going to be a Husker. He ends up going baseball. But uh, it just hasn't worked out. Now he's kind of figured it out. Uh, he's, he's an all-star. He's an all Pacific Coast League all-star. And you have to look at the Royals. I mean, we already know this season's, you know, in the toilet. So Alex Gordon is one of their outfielders. He's probably not going to be back next year. If he is, it's going to be at a lot less money. Billy Hamilton in center field can't hit his weight. Jorge Soler hits a lot of home runs, but he's a butcher in the outfield. He just needs to be a full-time DH. They need some outfielders. And, you know, Bubba's been in the system seven years. I mean, if he's an all-star right now, what more does he have to prove? Just bring him up, see what happens. If he, if it doesn't work out, it's probably time to send him on his way. Remember, they actually cut him after last year, and then nobody <laughs> pick, picked him up. So he says, well, I'll, the Royals say, well, we'll give him one more shot. So uh, he re-signed with the Royals. And you got to think, you know, if he doesn't do it this year, he could be the next Chris Winkie. Go back to Nebraska. 27-year-old, be a quarterback, who knows, could end up having an NFL career. I always thought that that would be a pretty good idea for him, and maybe not Nebraska. I think during Bill Snyder's time, I think he would have been a perfect K-State quarterback under Bill Snyder. He's just another Colin Klein. I think he would have been perfect in that role. And I, I respect him a lot for sticking this out because, you know what, it's really hard to be. Bubba Starling, that is not an easy person to be because there is a lot of pressure on you. And not just through Royals fans, but think about the pressure that would have been on somebody like him when he was in high school. Yeah, Being from Gardner and and having those teams that were so good and being relied on so much. Hey, Bubba, we need you to play football. We need you to play basketball, too, in the offseason. Oh, yeah, forgot about baseball. Go ahead and play that and be our best player. To put this into perspective... The year after Bubba Starling left Gardner Edgerton, you want to know what their baseball team's record was? I have no idea. Oh, and twenty-one. Wow. The year after he left, okay, and they were only like twelve and eight, somewhere yeah. around there, whenever he was playing. And remember, they were year in and year out. Gardner Edgerton, Marvin Diener, who was at Salina Central, won like six state championships at Salina. He went up to Gardner Edgerton, started off with some great teams. They had Trayvon Wrench. Oh yeah, big running back. And then all of a sudden, I look, I started looking at Gardner Edge in a couple oh years. Oh and nine. Oh, oh and nine. Yeah, Marvin Diener was gone. I mean, Marvin Diener, heck of a football coach, but 
You got to have the. It just shows you got to have the talent. There was a game when Bubba was a senior, and they were going to play St. Thomas Aquinas. And the game was supposed to be at St. Thomas Aquinas, but big ESPN knocks on the door and says, hey, we want to broadcast this game. Can we set up there? And Aquinas's field, I'm trying to think of who I can compare it to Miege's. for you. It, it's similar to that. Well, that there not is good. not a lot of space. We saw Bishop Miege's football field when we went up there. Man, hard to believe that that's where they play. It's not a lot of space, and so they said, okay, can we move it out to Gardner because they have all the space in the world. They had just renovated, and so they had this massive facility, and they play down there, and Bubba and the Trailblazers jumped on Aquinas early. And Aquinas wasn't that good during this Was Randy this Dryling there then? I don't think he was quite there okay. yet. But Aquinas wasn't quite as good. They jump on him. And then everybody starts throwing all these cheap shots. They are Bubba Starling is handing off the ball to a running back and standing there three seconds later, and people are coming and plowing through him. It, it was this crazy game, but it kind of showed how dominant that Bubba Starling could be. Remember, that team didn't even make it to the state championship that year in Class 5A. They lost to Blue Valley in this epic sub-state game that year, and so he never even had a chance to play for a state championship. It's kind of like Jackie Styles. Never want you'd think Jackie Styles would have won a state championship. Well, I think she made up for it in track, but you know why? By winning what fourteen? Little River, Little River Redskins. That's right. I'm pulling for Bubba, and I hope that he gets a shot because I think this is the year. I think well, I think he's got to well, get a he's shot. He's got to be better. T- Terrence Gore looks like he's got a toy bat in his hands. He looks like some little. What, what's he have? Like four career big league hits. He looks like he looks like a little child at the plate. He's got that baby face anyway. But you know the big thing was, oh, Terrence Gore is going to be a game changer. Well, the Royals have been out of so many games. There's no opportunities for him. You don't, what do you want him to do? Come in and steal a base in the eighth inning when they're down seven <laughs> one. I mean, so I, I just I think this is a move that's really backfired. I don't understand why the Royals have stayed with Terrence Gore. Bring up Bubba and just let him sink or swim. Do you remember another athlete at the high school level that was as captivating as Bubba Starling? No, because he also uh, did a dunk in the we, state. We won't say who it we was We won't on. say it was over, but he did kind of a split level. He jumped right over a bullpup and – Dunked in the third place game of the 2010 state. He just drew so much attention yeah. and interest because of how good he was. Well, D'Angelo Evans, when he was at Wichita Collegiate, okay, and later was the eye back at Nebraska. D'Angelo Evans was one of the most heralded athletes I can remember in Kansas history, and of course he went on had a good career at Nebraska. I don't know if he ever. I'm not sure he ever made it in the. Pro. What year was Barry Sanders in high school? That would have early been early 80s. Yeah, would you 80, have been here? Yeah, I, I was here. Yeah, because Barry, I think Barry played 88 was his big year at Oklahoma State. That's kind of what I was thinking. But you know, Barry Sanders wasn't that well known until his senior year of high school. He really didn't. I don't think he did much. He had somebody else in front of him for a while. And then when he went to Oklahoma State, he was behind Thurman Thomas before he finally exploded. I'm hoping Bubba gets his chance, Steve, and maybe that time is coming soon. Well, we pulling for him. Oh, sure. I'd love to see Bubba. Well, for one thing, I'd, anybody that can help the Royals, I'd love to see it. <laughs> All right, Steve, let's take one more break. We're back after this. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, The Fieldhouse Grill and Tap, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. 
You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Ramping up today's According to Jim, 96.7 FM KBBE. Steve, have you been following all the moves in NBA free agency and your good friend Kevin Durant turning down the $32 million from the Warriors? Wow. I, I don't know what he's thinking there, but uh, he's not going to play next year. So I think he wants somebody to commit five years to him at like $40 million a year. Where do you think he's going to end up? Los Angeles Clippers. See, I think he's going to be a Nick. No. The Knicks are dysfunctional. Who wants to go to a dysfunctional? Who wants to work for a dysfunctional organization? I don't know. <laughs> I, I just think the Knicks would be a, a good place for him. New York. I think he could be a New York guy. He could rebuild the New York well, I just Knicks. saw he sold one of his houses for $12 million. Ooh. So he's got a little cash to play. You want to go in on it with me? I don't think What so. do you think we could rent it at for uh, a month? Uh, probably more $30,000 a month? Probably more than I've ever made since I've worked here. I would. I wouldn't be surprised. That'd be about, well, well that'd maybe be about maybe a, we could work out a sweet. That'd deal. That'd be about a monthly payment. <laughs> a sweet deal with KD Trey. Yeah. And, and well, say, there's, hey, you know, we, there's, we need a little place to live. There's about five really big time free agents on the market. Kemba. Yeah. And it sounds like Kemba Walker to the Celtics. Bill Simmons is excited. I can tell you that. That means Kyrie's going somewhere. Kyrie either to the Nets or the Clippers. I think Kyrie and Durant are going to team up. That wouldn't be a bad idea. I think they'd be a good combo together. And then Jimmy Butler, he's kind of the he's kind of the wild card because Yeah, nobody knows what that guy's going to do. Because he is pure poison. Every team he goes to, it seems like he poisons that team. What about Kawhi? Clippers. So you think it could be Kawhi and Durant could be. together? Could be. Interesting. Yeah. Kawhi will not go back to the Raptors. There's no way. He's he got him a championship. He's one and done. He's he's he wants to go someplace else. He's a, he's a California guy. How much money would it take you, Steve, to stay with the Raptors and live in Canada? Let's say you were a hockey player, and I said, all right, we're going to well, put like, you in isn't Vancouver. There, isn't their tax system different? I mean, they just... I'm sure it is. I, I, think I they don't just, know. I think athletes just get brutalized at play in Canada as far as taxes. I don't know how it works. but uh, You wouldn't live in Vancouver? No. What if we gave you a bunch of money? Have to be a lot. <laughs> how much money are we talking Right now, for you to pack up and we say, we're going to work from Vancouver. $10 million. A year? Yeah. Or just $10 million? Well, since I'm out, I can almost retire. $10 million would do it. And you, can, and you have to live in Vancouver and never year. come back. For no, one... no, 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 no. You're oh, stuck I in Vancouver. Never come. No, I couldn't do that. I think you could. No. For $10 million, I think you could. Yeah. Get yourself a little downtown Vancouver apartment, studio rental. Yeah, probably 10000 a month. I'm in. I'll come visit you. All right. Tomorrow on the show, Steve, we're excited. We're going to have Kenton Galva football coach Shelby Hoppison here about a team that we think could be really, really good this fall. We're going to talk with him about what they've been doing this summer and, and some of the programs that they have coming up. And then I think we could probably do a little Friday trivia as well. Oh, we haven't done Friday trivia for That's a while. right. We've been all over the place. Yeah. Wrapping up today's show, for Steve Sell, I'm Jim Joyner. Thanks for listening to According to Jim. We'll talk to you tomorrow. According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell was brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, The Fieldhouse Grill and Taps, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, 
and Farmers State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. Make sure to listen to According to Jim every weekday from 1230 to 1 p.m. right here on 96.7 FM KBBE.